This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Was hatting in party peoples. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the house, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. How you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. A little toasty back here still. I heard Matt Brown had to take off his uh, blazer yesterday. Oh, man. Hey, hey, as, as, as bad as it is in here right now and was yesterday for us, Gil, yeah. 10 times worse than the afternoon. Really? Oh, yeah. I heard, he took, I heard he had to do the show without a blazer, which, by the way, is a major concession for Matteo Brown. Oh, he was going. He wanted everybody to know it was the first yeah. time he had ever done a show here and, without a coat. And there was word that it was a plunging collar for him as well. A word got around. Let's just put that. It was a deep, deep cut. Let's say that. <laughs> deep cuts with Matt Brown. Um, all right. So we'll, we'll brave it through again. We'll brave through the humidity. Here in the studio at the South Point. Um, on the show today, Drew Dinsick will join us, talk NBA, talk tennis, talk football with him, uh, as we're always uh, thrilled to have the uh, whale capper on with us. Jim Root on college hoops after a weekend of just ranked teams falling left and right in record-setting fashion, or at least record-tying fashion. JVT on the NBA will do our NFL power rankings into the divisional round, our top eight. I have no idea what Kelly's are, but I'm going to guess Cowboys have to be six. It's all my only guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think we're I don't think we're burying anything here, yeah, Gil, by so saying either. that we we've had the top six right for a long time, pretty right? much all year. And I'm not saying we like just we, me and Gil. It, no, like everybody has every known human pretty much all season that there are six teams that matter. And that was the point of the power rankings all year: is there never been a more static year, never been a year where there has where the movement has been so little. Uh, so we'll get into that, and let us start with last night's game. What is the opposite of a classic, Kelly? Whatever it is, that Stinker. was that. Uh, Cowboys 31, Buccaneers 14. Uh, in a game that uh, Dak Prescott went 25 of 33 and 305 passing yards, 24 on the ground. He scored a touchdown on the ground as well. Dalton Schultz, boy, he loves himself some Dalton Schultz. Two touchdowns for Dalton Schultz on seven catches for 95 yards. And the Cowboys get it done uh, in a way that... Uh, you know, Troy Aikman described as the at least in the Dak Prescott vein, and he said that's the greatest game you think he's ever seen Dak Prescott play. Oh, I thought that too. I he, listen. I'm getting. I'm going to get to my and, big points here, but and maybe that's like because of a little bit of what we've seen recently, right? Like maybe that's a little recency bias playing into that thought. Maybe because, because it felt very 180 ish. That's right? true. But man, he was sharp last night. 
First five minutes of that game were a wash, a couple punts, like four really quick drives. And then Dallas, they just turned on the switch against the Buccaneers. 80-yard drive for a touchdown. Then the big play really early was when the Bucs went 70 yards, but then Brady threw that awful pick in the end zone to J. Ron Curse, which was preceded, by the way, at the end of the first quarter by that cross-field on-the-run throw to Brate into a team meeting oh of the Cowboys defenders. Did you did you rewind that as many times as I did? I did. Two or three times. I'm like, what is he doing? Because, of course, you immediately think yeah. the throw. What are you doing? You're Tom Brady. You never do this. That's correct. And then That's in my exactly sick brain, I start looking at the other side of the field. And I think, what kind of athlete doesn't have one? He's got one guy in front of him in the end zone. You just got to take off. And I know it's Tom Brady. God forbid Tom Brady ever runs. But, Gil, he had, he had 12 yards between him and the t- defender. He could have at least picked up two or three and slid. Yeah, it, so that was bookended by two Cowboys. 80-yard drives. The Cowboys added uh, a 91-yard drive. All of these to make it 6 to nothing, 12 to nothing, and 18 to nothing because Brett Maher, Brett Maher. Legend. I don't know what happened to him yesterday, but after a great season of, of place kicking, both with field goals and extra points, he just got the yips yesterday. By the way, went to 24 to nothing on an 86-yard Cowboys drive in the third quarter. His Mar missed another one. Brett Maher went one for four. He finally did hit a PAT later. Anyway, that's you know the story of the game. Complete blowout. And I just want to – there's two big points I want to make, one of which is before we, put, before we put the Buccaneers to bed, let me just say it one final time. One final time. I will forever remember the 2022 Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the team that the quote-unquote Sharps and really, more importantly, the betting market steadfastly refused to budge on no matter what they actually witnessed on the football field. It was remarkable. It was unbelievable to view this all season long. It never abated. Speaking of unabated, do we have that clip for the Megapod? We do. Right now, Gil, would you like right. to hear from what, you? From, what timing? From week eight? Now, the point of this is not to say, look how right we are. But, you know, just for gratuitous purposes, this is the Megapod. This is after week seven. And just boys and girls just know that on the Megapod, uh, you get salty, Gil. And here's how that went about the Buccaneers. I have watched these two football games. And I think it's, I think it's very valid to say which is the real Tampa Bay. Will the real Tampa Bay Buccaneers please stand up? But if you've watched these last two games, I think there's a bit of motor memory with with us on the Bucks, where it's like, okay, it's Tom Brady, and they won a Super Bowl a minute ago, so they still have to be good. This team sucks. They're I come the, with you, Gil. They're the, <laughs> they're they're the their worst. Defense, their I'm, defense doesn't suck. Are you kidding me? Carolina ran through them. This is the worst <laughs> football team That's... I've seen this year. Excuse my French. Wow. It, they're wow. so bad. <laughs> Poor Rufus. That was Rufus Peabody, who I was just, I had had enough of because he was giving me the analytics take on how good the Buccaneers really were. And I was like, no, stop it. This was an eight and nine team that made the postseason. They were really six and 11. Let's face it. Those two Brady miraculous comebacks. I mean, come on this team. It it was amazing. So again, the point, not the point being like, look how right we were all year long. The point is this was such a betting market anomaly. Mm -hmm. I Kelly, I half expect someone to come on the show today and say, Gil, I got the Bucks this week. And I'm going to have to tell them that the Bucks have been eliminated. You can't take them this week. It's over. 
<laughs> stop. Finally. By the way, the Brett Maher yeah. thing. You know what the Brett Maher thing brings up? Because we, we that's it. That's my eulogy oh, on the Buccaneers. But, but last year we did this before the divisional round. We always, we always talk about field goals when we do recaps, field goal kickers. We never actually look at their numbers. These are actually the numbers of the remaining four place kickers. Brett Maher. Now, when we, uh, I'll, I'll summarize these because a lot of little numbers here. I split by conference here, Gil. Thank NFC you. and then A's. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate that. Brett Maher, along with Graham Gano, had the best field goal percentage in all of football this year. They were both 90.6%. They were both 29 of 32. When it came to 50-plus field goals, Brett Maher, Graham Gano, and Evan McPherson had the best percentage from beyond 50. Best percentages. They were all really good from 50 and beyond. By the way, Robbie Gould, you'll see there had the best percentage on extra points. He was 50 of 51. But that's what makes the Marr performance, Maher. Why do I keep saying, oh, because I'm thinking about Bill Maher. You can't, don't do it to me, okay? Because I've done it to myself too many times. The Brett Maher. Yes. That's what makes the Brett Maher performance yesterday so peculiar. I mean, can a guy get, after a year like that where he went 29 of 32 field goals, 9 of 11 from 50 plus, 50 of 53 on the extra points, and he misses more extra points yesterday than he did all year. Was there a part of you yesterday that was like, can they, are they going to sit him? Are they going to cut him before next week? Like, Ooh, like part of, of part of me was like, oh, my God, can a guy lose his job in one game? By the way, if you're wondering, which, which were the worst kickers in the NFL on field goals, 50-plus, and extra points? McPherson, who was one of the best on 50-pluses, was the worst on extra points by percentage. He was 40 of 44. And, oh, by the way, he missed one in the wild card game this past weekend. Strange year for him after a great rookie season. And the worst on field goals and 50-plus was clearly Harrison Butker, who was 18 of 24 on place kicks. He was terrible from 50-plus also, 3 of 7. He was the worst there. And so, by the way, I think he might have the longest also, which was 62, which is a little contradiction. But the Chiefs do the best job of hiding him yeah, because they're so awesome. So, anyway. I I got a couple things to say about Brett Maher. Please. A, Gil, the greatest performance in that stadium since Jameis' 30th. <laughs> now, I'm talking touchdowns. I'm talking his 30th interception in that 30-30. That's, that's right. A, when I don't have money on a game, my mind goes into sick places. When he missed the second one and then lined up for the third one, I said, please let him miss this. Let's let's make this a thing. You're rude for it. And he was shanked the third one or pulled be- the third I one. I couldn't believe it when the third one I, I know. It pulls the third one. I'm like, this is great. This is fantastic. Because <laughs> this is now this is now a storyline no matter what happens yes. with this game, right? Then, you know, we always hear these jokes about, like, kickers and punters or people, too. Oh, my God. Did you see the sideline reactions? Did you oh. see Emmett Smith's video? Have you seen people, t- ex-players, talking about well, it this morning? Well, Dak. Well, Dak went crazy on Dak it. Dak goes crazy yeah. on the sideline. It is so clear and obvious that, oh, no, kickers, you are fine as long as you are making field goals and extra points. You missed a few of these, you are excommunicated from the team immediately. Emmett Smith had some video I saw yet last night yeah. of him calling, calling for his job and thinking the game was still going on. Well, all this leads us to these the lines for this week, which is, are, you know, again, Maher's performance yesterday is but, knowing Butker's has struggled this year. Like, are those enough to – I'm not saying they'll, they'll change the outcome of a game, win or loss, although maybe it will, but certainly from a point spread perspective. And, Kelly, here's my worry heading into the division round. I have so much conviction on all four games. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> 
especially the last three, right? I love the Eagles laying the points. I think the Giants beat up on a terrible Vikings defense. I thought the Giants were yep. a fraud all year, as so many have. The analytics back it up. I think it's way too many points for the Bengals. Oh. I know they have the offensive line trouble, but Joe Burrow, this side of Tom Brady, gets rid of the ball the quickest. I think that's ridiculous. By the way, the Bills lucking in to the home game because of the DeMar Hamlin uh, matter. And thank God DeMar Hamlin's okay. And then I love the Niners. They're only four-point favorites. I thought they'd be six. I guessed that last night. I said six. Everybody said six. It's four. Give me the Niners. And I kind of like the Chiefs, too, because I think the Jaguars. Oh, great they, teaser leg. They were playing horrible quarterbacks the last stretch of the year, and they should have gotten crushed on Saturday. Uh-oh, I like too much. Drew Densick next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. numbers game on vsin the sports betting network it's time to download nevada's premier sports betting app BetMGM sports BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting boosted odds specials and much much more download the BetMGM app today won't take you but a few seconds and then stop by any mgm casino on the strip with your state issued id to open an account start placing sports bets from anywhere in nevada won't take you but a few minutes Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style that is, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets at Beating the Book. John Massey at JT Massey. Gil, it's almost as if Tampa Bay was bad all year and won one of the worst divisions in football. Almost. Uh, this is from uh, v- Volto. Volto or Vado? Well, it's Vado. Credit due, you were pitching this around Halloween. Yeah, that was right before uh, right before week eight there, right after week seven. Uh, this is from uh, Primetime. Good morning, goobers. Just your daily reminder that Tom Brady has never beat the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, and Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record as a head coach. Thank you for that reminder. Appreciate that. Uh, Alex Ivanov came out. Gil came out firing on today's show. Love it. That was actually from the uh, Megapod where I was quote-unquote firing. 
Rick Olier. Hey, Gil, while playing the clip from the Megapod, my emergency alert test went off as I missed about five seconds of what you said while describing the Bucks. Did I miss anything? <laughs> anything important? Uh, maybe. Uh, so much of this. Um, Dom Perignon. I had teasers and round-robin parlays all tied to Tampa Bay Moneyline at plus three. It was never a bet on Tampa, but a fate of the Cowboys. You had this Tampa team right all year long. Shout out Denny Green. We are who they thought they were, which is hot gar- which is a hot garbage NFL team. Uh, by the way, still coming up on the show, we forgot. We buried the headline, Kelly. I have never seen Kelly Bidlin more excited than a segment that we are doing today. Can I, can I tease what it is? Yeah, go ahead. Yesterday, Kelly got, you were like giggling with giddiness. You wanted to do like two segments on Ravens gossip. <laughs> yeah. So we've, yes. so we've decided to make a segment. True, true and untrue. Yes. So we got Ravens hot goss. Fake Ravens headlines Rona coming Barrett. up later in the show. Rona Barrett for those of a certain age. Fake, fake Ravens headlines that you would totally believe. Let yes. me put it that way. You should do the whole thing where, like, you give four headlines and you totally make up one of them and see which is <laughs> right. the Right. Yeah. yeah. We should have done it that done way. that. Dang it. Ladies and gentlemen, he is at whale underscore capper. He comes to us to talk multiple sports, including tennis, which we will get to. But football first. It's Drew Dinsick. How you doing, Drew? I'm doing okay. Although, uh, man, I uh, I dumped a bunch on uh, Tampa Bay last night, so it, uh, it's is a fresh wound coming into uh, to try to defend my decision making there. But um, man, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe more credit. I felt like we come out of this game with more credit for the Cowboys. Like they looked like the team from the middle of November that you would have said was top, you know, top one, two power rated in the NFC, much more so than the team we saw in December. So do you, uh, think, congrats, yeah. do you think that line though, this week where the Niners are only four point favorites, do you think that's too low though? Do you think that's a <laughs> big reaction to that game last night? When again, let me just stress uh, Tampa it, Bay is no good at football. <laughs> It's possible. Um, I mean, you know, the, in the same sense, though, like the Niners picked on their little brother and the Seahawks on Saturday. So the Niners rating fair either. I well, mean, but they've won it's, 10 uh, in a row, right? I mean, you know. Yeah, they've beaten some pretty soft opposition. Like this is a true test for both teams. I don't know that you can say that the market is overreacting at four. Uh, I think a lot of people, even before the game between Dallas and San Francisco, called four as their fair uh, and you know, if it, if it was three and a half, I would agree that, you know, you're talking about a, a little bit of an instant reaction Too many people buying on Dallas. If it was, you know, in the, in the six range, I think you're going to get a pretty one-sided uh, market among the, the sharper players betting Dallas. So four feels right. Uh, the total is more surprising to me. I'm, I'm a little surprised it's at 46. Um, I think both of these offenses are alive to, you know, get into the mid twenties. So uh, I would have expected something on the North side of 47 there. So I think I'm playing the over in that game and, uh, and just letting the side uh, let it, let it be. Cause four to me is right on number. You're playing the over, you're playing the over 46. Yeah. I think realistically it's uh the, you know, the Niners defense certainly has places you can attack, particularly down the field. Uh, this feels like a, a CD lamb type of game in terms of, you know, plan a B and C as opposed to, you know, last night he was pretty clearly a decoy uh, and they tried to get it, you know, try to get it done with Tony Pollard and Dalton Schultz. And that worked well. Uh, I would expect you try you know, they, they play away from the strength of the Niners defense in this case, which is Fred Warner and, you know, as in the you know, off ball and, uh, and uh, you know, do what they can to neutralize the pass rush. And, you know, Dak was pretty mobile last night. How, you know, there were some questions swirling about how his, did he re aggravate an ankle injury? in the game against the Titans, um, but he was unbelievable last night. In fact, he was kind of the picture of poise, and, um, you know, if he's 
if he's able to utilize that same mobility against a very strong pass rush for the Niners, then, uh, you know, I think Dallas is getting into the 24 point range. And, uh, you know, certainly with the embarrassment of riches that the Kyle Shanahan is working with offensively and, you know, Dallas loses another cornerback last night. I don't think curse is gone this week. So, um, you know, they should be able to really do some damage down the field, assuming that Purdy can, uh, you know, kind of absorb whatever pass rush, you know, Parsons manifests, Lawrence manifests. Uh, he hasn't really faced a kind of a meaningful top tier pass rush uh, in his you know stretch as a starter so uh, this will be a, a little bit of a test for him but I well, I, I believe he will pass the test in, in the sense that I think he can get into the mid-20s here so uh, yeah my starting point for a total would have been 47 and a half so happy to get on the other side of 47 here it was an over 46 let's do these in reverse chronicle uh, order chronicle uh, chronological order that is um, since we started with the last game, let's go to the Bengals and the Bills earlier on Sunday, where the Bills are now five-point favorites. Uh, one would assume on you know the offensive line woes of the Bengals. I made the point earlier. You know, besides Tom Brady, Joe Burrow gets rid of the ball the quickest. Um, so I think that's a bit of an overreaction. The totals fifty and a half. What do you think here? Yeah, this is would have been a market that would have opened three and a half and stuck at three all week. Uh, but in the absence of uh, any kind of positive information coming out about the offensive line for the Bengals, uh, you saw a pretty significant move come in on the bills yesterday. Um, five now feels like uh, sort of the bargaining point for a lot of people in this space. And I, you know, I don't know that uh, people are dying to lay five with this bills team, considering how you know prone they are to turning the ball over and keeping their opponent in the game for fun for this, you know, for by the, you know, for lack of a better explanation, but um, you know, the Bengals, having issues offensively against the Ravens on top of losing, uh, you know, another tackle uh, is a pretty clear, you know, warning sign. Um, now Joe Burrow has thrived even in uh, an environment where he is conceding four to six sacks a game. Um, so even if the bills pass rush does show up and, you know, they're not the most fierce unit in the NFL, but they can get after the passer. So, um, you know, I think, you're, you're, if you're taking the Bengals and the points, number one, you're expecting Luna Ruma and this defense matches up well against the Bills, which I think they do. Uh, and then number two, you're hopeful that uh, Burrow can, you know, move the offense despite, uh, you know, conceding somewhere in the ballpark of, you know, six sacks. Um, and, you know, that's a tough ask for me. So I, at the end of the day, I'm going to skip the side here. I think 50 and a half is kind of a, um, a, a strange move to the over yesterday. I did never understood that. Like I got it. Why Buffalo goes out to five because the offensive line injuries, but why also it went, you know, the total went up, made no sense. So under for me in this one is the stronger move. Um, and actually, as we are talking, like yeah. you see Cir circa goes to 49, like yeah. that, that's, that's correct. And I was dancing on the under as opposed to really swinging hard. Cause I was hopeful we may see 51. It looked like it was trying to get there. 51 is obviously a, a little bit more of a key. Um, but uh, yeah, that this is, this is now going down, which I think is correct. Drew, are you, um, are you drunk with power? You came out of your uh, mouth. No, that's yeah. there's this is to, uh, correlation, not causation. <laughs> this I, I is, Drew's uh, talking about yeah. it. I'm like, at some point, I think I need to jump in here and say yeah. that these I, I'm a, as Drew is speaking, I'm seeing my board light up and go to 49 and 48 and a half. Dude, I like I, I like yeah, these, not, not me. I like these games way too much. Way too oh. much. I love the Bengals. I love the Niners. Let's go to oh. Saturday. Yeah, I, I do. I do. 
Um, let's go to Saturday. Again, reverse chronological order. The night game, Giants at the Eagles, where the Eagles are seven-and-a-half-point favorites, and I guess we, we're, we're trying to figure out if Jalen Hurts is playing or not. Is that really the question? Not, I, I mean, it was. It I, was I assume. I, we yeah, assume no. he is. We assume yeah. he is. Yeah. The the number implies certainty that he plays, which is what which caught me by surprise yesterday, actually, because um, you know this open seven and a half. You saw it get bet down to seven. It was at seven as limits kind of came up, and I thought, okay, this is your deciding point. If anyone has information that Hertz is not 100%, this is going to come off seven to six and a half, but it went the other way to seven and a half, and I was like, what? Okay, so somebody out there has relatively high confidence that Hertz is not just going to go, but he's going to be fine. I mean, that flies in the face of the quotes you got from Jalen Hertz last week where he was talking about he is still dealing with recovery from this injury, and it was a good thing the Eagles had the bye. I mean, that's a red – that's a eyebrow-raising quote. Um, to say that sort of stuff. So that was uh, that was a surprising move yesterday. And, you know, I think at seven and a half, you are watching closely the practice report. You'd like to see some film from, her, from Hertz this week at practice. Uh, and in the absence of that, this is probably Giants or Pass. Giants or Pass. Okay, we'll talk uh, Jaguars and Chiefs. And we'll talk Australian Open, NBA. See how Drew's uh, first days of his uh, Australian Open has gone. And uh, we're in a survivor pool as well at all in the Australian Open. See how that's going. Men's and ladies' side for Mr. Dinsick. Whale Capper. Deep Dive. Bet the Edge podcast. On the other side, a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the Visa experts have got you covered. Become a Visa Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99 to become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets. At beating the book, Larry Fresh talking about how uh, the studio, we were mentioning the studio is humid in here. He says, uh, ladies and freak, can we uh, use Nelly hot in here as intro music? Yes, we've been singing it all morning. Yeah, we can use little bits. And a little bit of, uh, uh. Uh, Andy V, if there were ever, if there was a Christmas for a young Jewish boy like Gil, it's today, the day the Bucks lost ATS again for like the 15th time this year. Yes, indeed. Uh, must, see, have been, must have been on it like nine out of those 15. See, that was the that, that was the one we were texting about last night. I texted you. I was like, I, I'm like, I can't decide if I'd rather see the Cowboys just hammer this team right now tonight right. or if I'd rather have the Bucks well, win I so would, I could bet against them. I would have rather had the Bucks win because I'm heavily invested in the Niners. Also, I'll just say quickly, I, I think that of the teams that, that we kind of had power rated differently – the Vikings, I feel like I took advantage of betting on this year. I'm not sure I took full advantage of betting of betting against the Bucks. Other way for me. Yeah. To- totally took advantage of the Bucks. Not so much Vikings. Teasers and parlays. Uh, hoping the VEASAN Plus 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 subscription comes with the more salty version of Gil. Yeah, I think it will. I think it will indeed. Oh, uh, that subscription we always joke about. That would be the uh, real salty that version. Would salty awesome. would not be the correct word. <laughs> really? Cowboys underscore Cubs one. There's a simple solution to Mars' uh, extra point problems. Cowboys take two unsportsmanlike penalties after every touchdown and move the extra point back to 63 yards. Mar, the only kicker in NFL history to never miss from 60 plus on more than one attempt. Maher, oh. Maher. you're going to screw me up too. Do I keep saying Bill yeah, Maher? Yeah, you keep saying Maher. 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 Brett Maher. 
Patrick Maher, <laughs> Bill right. Maher. And then in between, Brett Maher. Good God. It's tough, man. You see, I was, I've been screwing it up, too. Murphy, 12800, he said, Gil, at one point, Troy, uh, Troy Aikman did say the Cowboys need to find a kicker for next week. They all did. Everybody did. Yeah. And Bobby Donnelly just watched the first episode of Breakpoint. Yes. Thought it was excellent. Looking forward to the rest now. Thanks. Uh, Netflix tennis docuseries called Breakpoint. I've watched all five episodes. It's phenomenal. Oh, there's five up already? Kyrgios was the first one. Berrettini and his girlfriend, Tamjanovic. Isla Tamjanovic were the second one. Um, Taylor Fritz was the third one. Sakari was the fourth. Anjabur was the fifth. It was just tremendous. Paula Bedosa was in there as well. Sure, it's great. I still don't like the name. Who, what? I still don't like the name. Makes me want to watch Point Break. Breakpoint? Every time. Every time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cheesy. The, go- the golf one coming up in February is similarly cheesy, cheesy title. Oh, you're like, I'm in on I'm all in on golf. I'm all in on that. Yeah. Drew Dinsick, uh, kind enough to rejoin us here. Uh, Drew, have you watched Breakpoint, by the way? No, man. How oh. did you get time to watch five episodes? Because this this was before <laughs> the, the literally the night it came out. My girl was like, let's watch something. I'm like, we're watching okay. Breakpoint. I'm not watching yeah, 90 yeah. Day. Yesterday, yeah. you know what? Yesterday would have been the day to do it, I guess. I don't know. There was NBA on all day. Oh, yeah, no. like I, like the last the last 72 hours has just been sort of like a fire hose of sports and betting. Like, I am yeah. exhausted right now. Oh, <laughs> I am beat. Dude, uh, credit to your producers is. for just putting up the, ca- the card instead of my actual face. So you can see how little <laughs> sleep I've gotten. <laughs> there is no time. During the Australian Open, once the Australian Open starts, there is no time to watch anything. None. Like no, football, nothing, yeah. wall-to-wall weekends, and then late-night Australian Open. Before we get to that, Jaguars and Chiefs, any thoughts on that game? Yeah, well, so, I mean, the Jags are my last remaining any kind of plus, you know, any kind of equity in the futures pool. Um, so I need them to pull off the miracle. <laughs> I don't I don't feel super confident. Um, but, uh, you know, I think I would point to what Peterson did in that Saturday game as even more evidence that he is like a bona fide master when it comes to managing a game, uh, particularly a young team, a team that's, you know, dealing with adversity. Um, that was masterful. Uh, and his offensive game planning is largely going somewhat unnoticed or at least unheralded. Um, but you know, he had the answers that he needed at every, you know, at every single second, in order to, you know, elicit that comeback. Um, and you know, I, 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 we have so much evidence now that this guy is just sort of a guru when it comes to in-game management in the playoffs based on his history in Philly and now in, in Jacksonville. And, um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that he can keep this game competitive and find a way to have the ball with four minutes left. And, you know, you need him to take all four minutes of the clock away and kick the field goal to win. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that was, you know, how many times do you see a team with the momentum coming back on their lifeless opponent score too early and give them one more chance? Uh, you know, and, you know, the Jaguars not only managed to get down into, you know, the distance where their kicker could, you know, not 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 kill them, but also wipe out like the last three minutes of the clock in that game. Like mm-hmm. it was absolutely perfect. It's beautiful. And it was beautiful. And, you know, I think there's a lot of things you can say positively about the Chiefs, obviously. 
they're not here by accident. Uh, this is now, uh, you know, a long record of Mahomes being the best quarterback in the NFL. But, um, you know, they've had a relatively soft path. It's been a while since we've, we've seen this team go up against elite competition. And when they have really faced some elite offenses over the balance of this season, you know, looking specifically at the Bills and the Bengals game, uh, looking at the two games they had against the Chargers, like they have a tough time winning with margin. Uh, the Chiefs, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of wins this season by three points. Um, and, you know, ultimately, do they deserve to be the favorite? Clearly, is eight and a half fair? Yes. Um, but I'm holding up hope that the, the Jaguars can keep this competitive. Pretty noteworthy move came in on the over yesterday. It pushed this over 51 in one swoop. Uh, so that was a big chunk of money that hit the board. Um, like, I agree with that. Yeah, let's. I, I want to. I want to move it along to the Australian Open. I don't want to cut off your thoughts, but uh, no. So, what's the bet on the Jaguars? You should just hoping that your your season longs will get there. Yeah, I have one fifty five to one to win the Super Bowl, f- uh, and uh, seventy five to one to win the AFC, uh, and that's that's basically the last remaining futures that I have that have meaningful equity at this point. So, okay, uh, pull, holding out hope, and uh, you know. I'll look for a live game entry if the Jaguars are down. I mean, um, you know, they're clearly a team that can come back. Uh, so, um, you know, but right. my, my, my fair on that one is eight. So eight and a half is not a bet. First day and a half because matches got suspended due to heat like this studio, Kelly. Mm. Uh, they stopped playing tennis uh, yesterday in, uh, in Melbourne. And how, have, how has your first day and a half gone so far? Uh, it's been mixed. Um kind of classic getting just ridiculous CLV on a couple of dogs in the plus 200 range that close like plus 140 and they never really have life, um, which I'm, I'm feels so, like I'm bitter, every I'm bitter major. I have, I'm, sorry, I'm bitter because I have uh, Donka Kovinich and yeah. she was up six, plus 185. She was up. She won the first set 6-1. Then it was 3-3. Three to three, They stopped the match. Oh, God. And then when they came back, she was a shell of her former self. And so it's just down four to one in the third set. I'm bitter. Just ice cold water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah that's, this is kind of classic. Uh, it's been tough to get dogs home so far. Uh, it's been a very, very chalky start, which is again, like if you follow on the long arc of Australian open and tennis betting, the first couple of rounds of the Australian open are usually a little more chaotic. Like the, you know, the, the, the top end players that everybody expects are going to walk, uh, struggle a little bit finding their form. And that has not been the case so far. It has been uh, a very, very clean tournament. The only kind of meaningful upset we've had so far was, I guess, Andy Murray beating uh Berrettini last night. If you didn't watch that match, go oh. catch the highlights. Cause that was already leader in the clubhouse for match of the year, even in January 17th. Um, but, uh, yeah, cra- crazy, crazy, crazy upset by Murray, uh, there. I don't know. Many people really thought that was happening. You have any, um, any bets for tonight? I do. I've got a couple on the men's side. So it, I'm, I, I need to kind of rerun my numbers now that we're kind of have the revised order of play here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one that really stuck out the most to me was Lorenzo Sanego. Uh, I think he's live against Hubert Hercatch. Uh, that's going to be a long match. I think Sanego you know, ha- coming off of an upset over him in the fall, um, it's going to be playing with a little bit of confidence there. Senego plus the five games, I think, is the highest EV play there. That's minus 105 is where I got that. Uh, I think that's good up to minus 115. Uh, if you can't find a Senego plus five, if you have like plus four and a half or something, I think that's also good. Uh, in fact, I would take plus the games at the best kind of plus money price you can get it at wherever you shop. Um, I like uh, Sebastian Corda. Uh, to handle business convincingly uh, against his Japanese qualifier opponent, Watanuki. Um, Sebastian Corda 3-0 uh, was available at plus 130 this morning. I bet that 
that's getting pushed around right now. So interest in that market. But I like Corda to come through cleanly uh, before running into, uh, you know, his match in uh, uh, with Medvedev next round. Uh, and then lastly, the Nishioka match. Uh, he's up against a uh, Czech qualifier, Sverzina. Check qualifier, I believe. Maybe uh, um, have that wrong, but uh, you know that this young young guy playing with a ton of confidence. That one's going to go over the total. I played over thirty-five there, and I think that's good up to about thirty-seven. Okay, Drew. Maybe we'll get your any NBA plays you might have off air. We'll uh, repeat them after the break if that's okay. We appreciate the time as always, and uh, we'll talk during this uh, tournament. By the way, good luck in Survivor as well. Oh yeah, you as well. I'm still alive. I'm alive on the lady side. I'm cooked on the men's side already. <laughs> so there's that fun playing survivor coming back a revisit of nfl super bowl mvp odds next what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game we're now joined by three-time nba six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sports books. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA game. And if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently to take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada or New York City. It's New York State, actually. I just wanted to say New York City. Um, okay. So our betting tip of the hour, want to get that in. Uh, this one is uh, just sort of about a, the Eagles nugget here, but really about market moves. Market moves can give you an indication on injuries. For example, the Eagles moving off the seven to seven and a half instead of six and a half can tell you a bit of where betters think Jalen Hurts is at. Again, little just one little example of how you can read the tea leaves on stuff. This is leading into something here after the pro tip. Every pro tip searchable on vcin.com, at least one every hour. 20 a day is what that means, at least for recent pro subscribers only. 
Speaking of reading the tea leaves, Kelly, you have a little uh, Los Angeles Chargers coaching news for everybody. Yeah, uh, looks like Staley is safe, uh, but multiple reports coming out now, and the Chargers have confirmed it as well. Offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi and quarterback coach Shane Day have been fired. Yes, so with, with Lombardi and Day being fired, what that tells us is that Staley is safe. That is a beautiful thing for Brandon Staley. I don't know if it's a beautiful thing for the Los Angeles Chargers, but we said this yesterday on the show. We said the Spanos family is going to do what the Spanos family is going to do. Yeah. And so there you go. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think we made our feelings pretty clear yesterday, or I did. But, uh, hey, man, if, if I, I guess uh, find someone that loves you as much as the Spanos, uh, Spanos family loves uh, Brandon Staley. Or as much as they love not having to pay out money. You know, or that, yeah, or that. You know, to a guy that they fired and they're still on the hook for uh, is really what that's about. But that's a very chargery thing with the Spanos family. There's no Charger fan that is surprised by this. I think you can also, uh, what that also tells you is, uh, yeah, Sean Payton, whatever whatever conversations they might have had came and went with him. Sean Payton really wanted badly by all reports to be the Chargers head coach. Apparently the Spanoses don't really like paying out dead money so and there was uh more than that you know Peyton said this yesterday man I am forgetting which show he did this interview on um he said absolutely I'm interested in the Texans job <laughs> he said that the, he he believes the Saints will demand a mid to uh to back end first round pick for for him yeah. in trade compensation I also think and this is I'm a little bit of the hate wash over me on this how many Super Bowls has Sean Payton won Uno? Mm-hmm. okay let's everybody calm down a little bit I just want to say that. Great coach, but let's everybody just chill. I hear you. Um, well, just chill. I guess what I'm, uh, I, I'm not saying he's not a great coach, but again, let's hold two thoughts in our heads at the same time. I know that's very difficult for people, and I'll get misquoted on it, right? As people tend to do. You said this. No, I didn't. I said the opposite of that. He's won one Super Bowl. Everybody chill a little I, bit. I think the other one is you hear you often hear coaches and quarterbacks compared. It's harder to find a good quarterback than it is a good coach. So, yes. it, at least at least in my opinion, right? Yes. So, I think I would rather try and fail on a new coach and do that multiple times than I – I don't want to say settle with Sean Payton, but you're paying big time for Sean Payton. And I'm just saying it's the point again about Bill Belichick. Look, Bill Belichick, right? Hall of Fame coach, Mount Rushmore, right? Coaches, right? Is he the same coach with Mac Jones as he was with prime Tom Brady? No, he's not. No. So, again, that's why Joe Jackson Gibbs is the greatest of all time. Three Super Bowl wins with three different quarterbacks, none of whom are in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yep, I'm, sorry. Gil got I, it I'm sorry, have I mentioned that before Stand on the your show? bingo card. Gil got it in. I got a couple uh, line moves I want to update real quick, yeah. uh, Gil, in the NFL. Please. So we're talking about these games, and Drew was all over this total. Bengals, Bills. This is down to 48 flat everywhere I'm looking right Jeez, now. Jeez, that was so quick. In, yeah, in the course of us talking to him, 51 or 50 and a half down to 48 is where I'm seeing it everywhere right now. Um, that line, I there are a couple five and a halves out there now. Bill's five and a half in, in a couple spots. This and is amazing to me. And, me, I, and again, me knowing, too. getting that they're three offensive linemen who are, yeah. are banged up. Collins and, and, uh, and, Holland being the, uh, Collins and uh, Williams, rather, being the biggest ones of those. But it's like, okay... Joe Burrow gets the ball out quick, and again, last we saw, but the biggest thing about this game, again, is the Bengals, the fact that they have to go and play at Buffalo. I know. 
it's awkward, right? Because you're not allowed to it's say awkward. it. It's awkward. Because it's like awkward. the poor guy almost died, and so I get it. But it's like, ah. We we but we all knew this too. Right? We all like, knew it, it. It sucks. We knew when it happened, and we knew the day after when we were on air. Whatever the situation came out of this, it was gonna probably suck for a team. But instead, they give. But instead, the neutral game happens in the championship when the Chiefs weren't. You know what I mean? It's like the Bengals really got it. Uh, really, really got the the shaft. I also saw some uh, some uh, what was it white. Board, chalkboard material for uh, the Bengals. Uh, yeah. Just saw the tweet, tweet come across that uh-huh. the the league has told the Bills and Chiefs to go ahead and let their uh, t- season ticket holders know to start buying neutral site AFC Championship games uh, tickets. Wow, that is bulletin board. Bulletin That's board. What you said, yeah. what did I, no, I said billboard. I got a way we, wrong. We went over three white, on that. Whiteboard, blackboard, <laughs> billboard. We're looking for bulletin board. <laughs> We're looking for bulletin board. What is happening to us? Um, By the way, real quick, uh, uh, before is there another line move there you want to get to? Yeah, the other one is this Cowboys-Niners yeah. game. We're down to three and a half. I, Everywhere, Gil, three and a half. I'm seeing a three and a half juiced in town to the Cowboys. I'm, right I, Kelly, I must not have watched football all year. I do not understand any of this. I mean, I, I was sitting back here a segment ago thinking, well, there's no way this gets to three. I might have to buy a half a point. Absolutely. I, Come on, Yo, there's a ch- there's a chance we see three and a half today. Second shop, second Not- shop just popped up. Three and a half juice to the Cowboys. Niners three and a half against Jekyll and Hyde, Dallas Cowboys. In Shanahan I th- I- versus McCarthy. I think it was a tweet we got earlier, yeah. right? Where the about the Bucks and it's look. <laughs> I, th- I think your your my attitude last night was well we can't fade both sides so we don't really have a bet on this game like we can't really right. bet against both teams yeah. so we don't really have a bet on this game. Look, um, like, I'm not the I, I'm still in the camp. You you are a much bigger 49ers believer than I am. I think this team is amazing, fantastic, great. I am in the camp of Brock Purdy concerns me a little bit. Does it at at a at eight at a point and this will be the best defense that he's played so far. Does Purdy finally look like a seventh-round draft pick? And I can't get that out of my the, head. The one thing that I do concede on Brock Purdy, and I have said this, he has tremendous, what we call in the megapod, itch luck. Interceptions that should have happened. No, no bad pass of his. He throws a lot of great balls, but he throws a lot of bad ones too. None of them seem to ever get picked. You would think that would have to come to an end at some point. But I'm all in on the Niners. Futures from before the season, now Super Bowl MVP plays, on both Kittle, George Kittle, and Christian McCaffrey. Let's take a look at those Super Bowl MVP numbers. Again, this is a great market. We talked about it last week. If we said anything last week, this is probably the most important thing. Play this market by proxy. If you think a team is going to win it all, look at this market for perhaps a more shrewd wager. Now, there's some teams where it's not a more shrewd wager, right? Um, You know, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, basically the same number as their football teams. So why play them just on the off chance that if they won the Super Bowl? It wouldn't be them. Patrick Mahomes is very similar as well. Josh Allen, you could make a case, maybe a sprinkle. Yeah, you could. Uh, I just pulled yeah. those up. So plus 350 on the Bills. Yeah, that's that's so you, changed. Now. Yeah, that, yeah, that's playable. That one has changed. But in the case of the Niners, speak, dovetailing off what I just said about Brock Purdy, they have more obvious offensive weapons, multiple offensive weapons that you could picture winning a Super Bowl MVP than any of the other teams, really. And it's not only Christian McCaffrey and and my choice of George Kittle, but also Debo Samuel. And these numbers, by the way, 
haven't moved that dramatically from before the Seahawks game. So I got McCaffrey at 18 to 1. I got Kittle at 80 to 1. Kittle was available as, as late as yesterday at 150 to 1 at DraftKings. He still is. McCaffrey's 14 to 1. It's not like he went down that much. And Debo's 30 to 1. If you believe the Niners are getting to the Super Bowl, I won't even say about winning, but if you even think that they're getting there, you got to bet these. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm more excited about these bets than anything I have. Because if, if Kittle comes home, you know what that is for me. That's Ole Miss Ega territory at that point. We, we are – that is amazing. That number has not moved. It's incredible. We are around into the playoffs now, and that, and that Kittle number is 150 to 1, I'm staring at. I right get now. it in the sense that they were a big favorite against Seattle, and they were supposed to win that game anyway. Right. But they still won that game. Yes. And so they're one game clear. One game closer. So I just think it's, it's I can't stress it enough. It is, we, we talked about this last week. It is such a great market by proxy to play. Could you get, you know, snookered by some random player? You could. But I mean, when the, when the difference between the team, the Niners, and one of those offensive players, the difference in those odds is so dramatic, you gotsta. It's a gotsta bet situation. We'll come back. A little college basketball. How about that? With Jim Root, what a weekend it was with ranked teams falling. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 